earth is a gallery. We are the works of art, all in the same family, beating with one heart. Pride tears us apart. Be wise and let's connect. When loss becomes found, yeah, this is the bridge. Praise God, grace and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Link. You got the homie DJ Lost and Found here, and this is the Missing Link podcast. And we got the sis. What the up? queen of God over money, Miss <laughs> AI All In The yep. Anomaly. What's right. going on, What's Voice sound What's boy. good? Praise God. What we, is good? Hey, we are excited to have you uh, on the show right now. We we want to highlight you. So on Missing Link Podcast, we are connecting creators and fans. And we know there's so much more to AI than just the artists, than just a CEO, than just a community activist. <laughs> like there's so much more to you. And we just want to highlight that. So yep. please introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are and all the facets of, of what you do. Spare no detail. Go right ahead. It's all about you. Oh, man. Yo, so yes, AI, the anomaly. Um, my name is Itina uh, Fareed Cook, and um, I go by AI. AI stands for all in because that's what I want to do within my life. I want to go all in with all the gifts, skills, talents. Um, however, I've approached or received those things or got into the things that I love. I want to take those things and utilize those tools, resources and things like that and just give my all. Um, operating out of the scripture in the Bible that speaks about doing things in excellence, whatever your hands find to do. And that's what I'm trying to do. Um, uh, just a little bit about me. Like, you know, I'm first, f- first and foremost, I- I'm a Christian. I love God. That's, I, you know, have a strong, um, solid foundation within my faith in God. One, then I'm a, a mom, a wife, and a youth advocate, a entrepreneur, a photographer, a poet, all around just an artist. I love to create. I love to create. And that came about um, when I was in my teens and I developed this love and this you know, passion for the arts due to me being uh, connected to after school programs. I am a strong advocate for arts and education within schools and different spaces because it's it works. I am the product. I am the data of that. And, um, yo, like I've been doing photography, film, music and, and all of that since I was uh, since I was um, a young person. So definitely advocate for that. Uh, you know, I'm part of GOM. And that's been dope being being in a circle with my with my brothers. It's my big bros. Um, so that's that's definitely dope within a space of Christian hip hop. A perfect space for me to be in. Um, and and I, I enjoy it. Um, I'm from Buffalo, New York. And, you know, I'm just here to just be artful, you know, be artful, use my art as as a way to activate or ignite and encourage other people, you know, reflecting on life through the arts. Amen. Praise God. So I. I, you know I, I know and I've experienced like the growth and development of so much stuff behind the scenes. If if people don't know, uh, we had the opportunity. I don't know. Lost and found. Were you a part of that? Too? Were you a part of Rise Up when we had? Yeah, like twice. Like twice. Yeah. Right. right? We had. And uh, shout out to the homie Joe Boss Radio. Uh, go follow him. Go check out Rise Up Worldwide. If you want to check out the growth and the progress of AI across the years, because we got, we had an interview when it was just like you on your own. You were kind of just starting the foundation. Yeah. I don't even think you had it incorporated <laughs> yet, right? You were just doing the work on the ground. And then we had a follow-up interview. Yeah. You just had got, got awarded uh, the grant. And then that's what really expanded kind of your equipment and your art and the work you've been yeah. doing on the ground. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then now... Like we, we had you like right before you got signed to God over money. We predicted it. We knew it was going to happen. And then all of a sudden these <laughs> announcements rolled out. So we had that pleasure and that honor to be a part of that experience. So, yes. Isn't so that crazy? Go check that out. We, we Listen, we're, we're brethren in the faith. We love and encourage. This isn't about our platform. This is about connecting the creators and the fans. So go check out those episodes of Rise Up Worldwide. Uh, so I got to say this publicly, AI. What's up? Me and Josh have like a bromance going on. That's my bro. 
Like I love him. <laughs> I love I love him for real. That, yeah, like he's a true brother in the faith. <laughs> I, I'm curious to know because uh, this is a very common question in our space. When you're a creator and you do so yeah. many different things, what is that kind of work? Yeah home life and I won't use the word balance because I think that's a false perception of reality so how do you manage and steward your relationships and being a creator and how do you guys kind of play off of each other and how does that now play into your art and how you create yo I'm glad you said that about balance because I get that question a lot like you know how do you balance all of these things (laughs) it's like yo I don't know I'm just trying to manage my life and um you know, you know what it is like just trying to stay in tune to the moves. Right. So it's not it's it hasn't been a set thing yet. I know that I need to perhaps create a, a more sophisticated schedule or whatever, but it just doesn't work for me yet. Um, I'm always on the fly. I'm always on the go. I'm an entrepreneur. I run a company. But then I always I also have this business, this music uh, um, as well, which I had to understand that this music was a business, you know, understanding like music for me was my remedy. It was my safe haven, my my way of escape. And the more I did it, the more attention it brought. And then I had to like be like, oh, this is what this is. So let me start to uh, steward and move within this space as what it is, you know? So, uh, as far as managing, it's like, woo, some days it looks chaotic. Some days it, it, you know, I got a grip on it. I'm going to be real with you. Like some days I'm like, yo, I don't even know what I'm going to be doing today. Um, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm doing anything. I'm just going to relax, but, and then that's needed. I think it's a matter of, um, being in tune to, the things that I need to be in tune to so that I can make the changes and adjustments that I need to. So let me put that in perspective. So um, there will be spurts or uh, seasons in which I'm like, yo, I really gotta like focus on music right now. So like I'm in that space, I'm in a music space. And in the past, it looked different from right now. I knew that because my project was coming out, I was going to have to pull a a little bit away from the, you know, going so hard with my business. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that like, I can't take on a lot of clients right now within my company. So I had to carve off certain space for that, which means I had to save money so that I can live for at least three months so that I can focus my attention on music. Do I still take clients? Yeah. As matter mm. as as long as it makes sense, right? As long as it means that I'm not putting a whole bunch of time and commitment in certain stuff. Um, but yeah, I had to save money so that I can live and do what I needed to do and handle my responsibilities for at least three months so I can free up space to to go hard within the music. And um And then even within the music, I'm like, okay, so my mind, my energy, my commitments are going to be towards this, but I'm still a wife and I'm still a mom and I'm a daughter to my mother who I spend every Monday with as much, you know, you know, maybe once in a blue, it it just doesn't work out for me to get over there. But yo, I have to make sure that I'm consistent with my mom to go over there. She's 89 and I want to make sure she, whatever she need, yo, it's whatever she need. I say, make a list. I'm coming over. I'm doing everything on your list. I'm here for you. So I have to be like, okay, I have to make sure that I am here for my husband, here for my daughter and my son. Make sure I'm there for my mom and whatever else is needed, my mentees and stuff like that. So like you asked, am I getting my sleep? Not necessarily, but I understand that I need that Mm -hmm. sleep. So I have to be smart and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I got to shut everything down on these days. And just like, yo, this is what I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to sleep, (laughs) rest and lay around today so that I get my strength back to do all the things that I need to do. So I say all that to say like, it's a matter of managing you and paying attention to your moves to be like, okay, I've been going real hard in this area and I'm really tired. I need my rest. So I got to shut things down. Um, but planning that shutdown, 
So not just like y'all still see post. It's some days I'm I'm not posting it. Mm-hmm. I'm scheduled it. I'm I scheduled it because I know I need to rest today, and I'm not going to have time to post these things on social media or engage with people on social media. So let me create the atmosphere or the space for me to continue to be engaging while I get my rest. I just got to be smart, you know, and, and I'm not perfect yeah. either. It just doesn't mean like, oh, I got a tight thing going on over here. No, nah, man, some days I'm like, yeah, man, I done forgot to do that, you know, or, or I take forever to sit and profit link the stuff he asked me to sit. You know what I mean? Yo, but yo, at the end of the day, the word, the word that you use managing is, is very, is a very wise word. I'm going to ask as far as like you started off with the mentality of just being an artist, right? If I'm understanding clearly what you're saying. Uh, now that you're, you know, obviously on a different level with GOM, yeah. like what kind of advice do you get to somebody who may be the artist, just focusing on the artistry, um, but that that business aspect is necessary? Like what, what type of thing have you learned in, you know, the past couple of years that you could share with them? Yeah, so um, because I started off um, and music is just like this this uh, extension of me, and it's that remedy that that piece of me that I'm I'm sharing with people. Um, I, I wanted to protect that, and I I didn't want to like lose that. So as as I moved forward, and I and I hope on the outside looking in, it, it I hope that's the vibes that I'm giving off is I'm an artist still. Yeah, it's a business, but I want to protect this artistry that I have and this weird, quirky, like nerdy kind of you know, and uh jazzy hip hop, but also poetic. I wanna I want to protect that while at the same time you know, uh, being intentional to whoever is interested in that, still engaging them in a sense. So what I had to do during the time of branding, I had to really under, I had to really map out who am I going to be in this space? Wow. How, how am I going to continue to showcase to people? Like I am an artist. What matters to me? What will I not um, compromise? What am I not willing to compromise? And I'm not willing to compromise my style. So yeah, there's there's other styles out there, and it's cool. I may hear it, and I'm like, oh okay, that's wavy. How does that how does that waviness in who I am? Mm. How can I mesh them so I don't lose me as an artist? I'll try it, but I ain't gonna overtake who I am. So in my branding like AI coming up, even coming up with the name AI, the anomaly, you know, it's kind of transformed a little different from here and there, but AI stands for all in, yo, that's who I am in my real life. I didn't, so that's not something I wanted to stray away from. Also AI is the first two letters in my actual name. Um, It's the uniqueness Uh, and that, and just, you know, branding it. And so let me get to the point here. Um, Branding who I am as an artist Mm, and then Mm. allowing the business aspect to support that. You feel me? Pray, Pray, push, persevere is the motto. It's the branding. It's who I am. It's what I believe in. And so when you listen to the music, it's shouting at you. Pray, push, persevere. Every song, pray, push, persevere. Go all in. Mm-hmm. That's nestled in in every song that I create, in every visual that I put out. I'm constantly showing you the brand. I'm showing you me. And I don't want to compromise that. Like, I'm going to be that artist that is going to continuously be authentic. You know, I think it's important um, in, in every genre of music. I, I feel, I you know, that's how I feel or look at it. I hope I answered your question. I feel like I kind of rambled a little bit. You no, sure I think did. it did. I think it did. But I think in one of the things that you even said, as far as you hope that your artistry still comes across, I think to be honest, AI, I think you are top at a line, top echelon as far as artists Thank and you. CHH. Period. Like I, there's nobody. Like there's nobody who, when I think of somebody being just a creative and artist, I, I it's oh. AI. I mean your 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 cover art, the music. It's consistent, but it, it's still AI. Like even after you came to G, uh, GOM, you know, shout out yeah. GOM real quick. Yeah, right. Little Brandon, we all little little Brandon. I got um, a little scream at Biz. I don't got my tag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Biz, you better. I'm gonna put it out and put on the found. But uh, no, it, it's very apparent. Uh, I just wanted to pay you that compliment. That's very apparent. 
um, that you haven't compromised, that you continue to grow. Um, and, and we're loving everything that's coming out. Then like you have Preach. Uh, you, you released what from this album? Three singles so, uh, so um, far? So, uh, you know, let's include Eastside. Eastside is going to be on a project. So Eastside, Don't Fail Me, uh, Preach, Relentless, and then Facts. So five five singles yeah. five singles okay i mean you kind of you leaked it uh last night to a very selective audience so yeah. how many uh pro- how, how many uh songs or tracks are on the project altogether 16 tracks 16 oh, not playing that whole thing and that's what i'm saying like so that was a fight right and i, I think it's important for me to kind of talk about this right here because that was a fight within myself i'm like as I was creating music for this project, I'm like, dang, like this project might be long. And I, I worked like at first I wanted it to be um, 10 tracks. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to create 10 tracks for this project. Cause everybody's doing these short projects. Mm-hmm. And then I was my the other side. I'm like, man, 10 tracks ain't enough songs. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm nah, man. I can't. Mm-mm. I need to say there's more I need to say, and so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me compromise. I'm gonna do twelve, and then I'm like, man, I got like twenty songs. I'm trying to. Play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, all right, maybe fifteen, you know. And then it got to sixteen. And I was like, you know what? Whoever like it, I love it, cause I. It is what it is. Like these songs all needed to be there Uh I'm not going to cut tracks out because I want to appease to the listeners you know in in a sense you know what I'm saying like yo I I, this is my art I'm the artist Mm. I think that we as artists got to remember like you're the artist and whoever comes to your space I like to look at my project as as an exhibit an art Mm. gallery Y'all walked up into my gallery. If you feel like 16 portraits is too much, it's fine. You can listen you can listen to the five here and then you can go off to another exhibit and 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 enjoy their 10 tracks like and it's enjoy their 10 portraits. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like it's it's up to the listener to enter into your space. And from there if you got a pen yo, this art to me is yo, it's so it's so much about art to me. Like when I walk into a gallery exhibit or, or an art gallery, I walk in and I'm I'm taking in the the work that I'm seeing. And some work, you know, I got opinions on like, I just don't really understand that piece. I want to know a little bit more about what the artist was trying to showcase to me in this piece. So I'll research. And some pieces I'm like, eh, they don't really move me. I'm going to move forward to another piece. Mm. I get to choose to do that, but the artist is being authentic and showcasing to you all of who they are. So that's what I look at when it comes to this music thing or anything that I do. I'm just going to represent who I am authentically. And it's your choice as the viewer or the listener or the reader to take in what I'm giving you. I refuse to compromise who I am and what I want to showcase based off of streaming numbers, what's what I feel or think or assume everybody's gravitating towards. I just want to show you me within this space that I'm, I'm in and you get to choose, you choose if you want to rock with it or not. Whoa. That I felt that down in my spirit. That was, Whoa, that gave me chills. Um, and that, wow. Uh, because yo like like think about it i think about it like who are the greats as far as um visual art picasso who else is a picasso nobody picasso was picasso you feel me uh renee magritte uh renee magritte so think about if you're not familiar with with the artist renee magritte think about the apple in front of the guy's face you can't see his face it's just the apple you you ever saw that piece of the hat Um, um, uh, forgot his name, Salvatore, or ah, I can't f- remember his name, but the, the melting, uh-huh. the melting yes, clocks. Yes, yes. Seen I, I have, I have that as a screensaver on my watch. That's fire. That but, yeah. but you see this art is like abstract surrealism, you know, kind of sort of, and it stands out among what was going on during that time. And during that time, people had their opinions about it. Like, oh, that's, that's weird. That's different. Like, no, nah, we're used to this 
you know, realistic or real you know, realism, not surrealism, but they were true to who they was, their crazy selves and all. You know, you got Munch with the scream. You know, y'all saw that that one with the scream. It's mm-hmm. different. It's unique. You got Van Gogh with his crazy yep. self, but he created some beautiful art that people still uh, look at and deem as great today. Why? Because they were authentically being themselves, regardless of what people were saying. Mm-hmm. And they reflected, they responded to the world and responded to art with their art. And that's kind of like what I'm, what I'm trying to, you know, what I'm doing. You know, that's how I, I look at it, you know? I mean, yeah, those artists, they built up the equity to be to be able to do that. It, right. mean, to, and it's a, a bit different from for you as opposed to a new artist, right? Mm-hmm. So not everybody, I would, I, you know, if you want to be an artist, you want to put your, your music out, I would surmise for a newer artist, maybe you take a different route. Then, you know, AI is at a different place in her career. You know, maybe you start with singles. Maybe if you put out a three single EP, you know, and you work, Excuse me, you work from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's good for you. But with AI, you know what I mean? I'm li- I was thinking about this with just like uh, Lecrae. Like Lecrae put out an album. Everybody's going to listen to the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just what it is. He's he's built up that equity. He, he has the yeah, he, right. attention no matter what. You know what I mean? So I think we're all in different places. And, you know, I think it's awesome. If you want to put out a 16 album or your track, a track album, you do that. You do that. We want the art from you either way. Because that's what draws us yeah. the art anyway. So that's what we want from you. Yeah. And it all depends on your, your goals and what you're trying to do. Um, because, yeah, I could, you know, it, it's tough sometimes being in a position to, you know, speak on these things. Because, one, I, I can say what I say. Right. But not it, it, it doesn't apply to everybody. You know, there's different stages and different ways you got to go about it. You know, first and foremost, like I had to find my style. I had to learn, like, who am I as a hip-hop artist? Like, who am I? But it started off with influences. Like, I started rapping when I was, like, 13, 14, and I was influenced by, you know, Missy and Timberland and um, Biggie and uh, Eminem, Jay-Z, Nas, and I would write their music down Mm -hmm. word for word. And I would um, memorize it. And then I would try to put my own words in place to follow the cadences and just kind of understand how they came about certain there lyrics and stuff. But I, I did I did that. But then I had to, like, find me. Yeah. I had to find my voice within that. Yo, I, I remember rapping super fast, trying to what? be like Eminem. I could imagine. And, like, the wordplay... Wordplay and yo, it was crazy. It was terrible too. Um, A lot of artists don't know about that A A B A B or the A A B B or the like the yeah. And then stretching rhymes, stretching rhymes to make them fit within a rhythmic pattern or whatever a rhyme scheme. Like like I studied these dudes and um, I had to find me and even with my vocal, you know. My, my vocals and what you do with your tone. I remember when I first started out, I was rapping like a chipmunk <laughs> and my voice is mad high. Can't nobody take 10 tracks of you like everything that's, better, better. that's like, why no, I, I can't, can't stand do Kendrick. That. I was having a conversation with somebody last night. I was like, I might be one of the only ones in the space that just don't I don't like, I can't get past the first couple of bars because the voice is annoyed to me. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. I, I, love what I, mean. like, Kendrick, I might though. be one of the only Kendrick ones. But go ahead. <laughs> But but it, you do get air fatigue. I, at least I do. I get I do get air fatigue when it comes to listening to a whole Kendrick Lamar album. That doesn't take away from the fact that he's fire. He's a beast um, writer. But yeah, like after a while, it's like oh my god. Um, but I had to learn, um, and I learned because people would say, people who I felt knew what they were talking about would say like, yo, like. I, I think you're a dope artist, but like your voice, your voice is just like too high. I can't, it's air fatigue. So this is another thing, right? I had to listen to the critique, but the way you listen to critiques is that you interpret and you mm. evaluate, right? Who's telling me this? And, and do I believe to, 
do I believe what they're saying is true? Is there some sort of truth to what they're saying? So a couple of people said, and it's also like how many people are saying it too, right? So I had to go back and listen to my stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I do hear it. Because sometimes you Mm. don't as an artist, you're just going like, dag. And so then, so I interpret it to say, I need to find range. I need to play around with my vocals and see what I can do with my voice so that it's it's not so high all the time. So then I had to evaluate the information and then go see if I can make the change. And so I worked on it and I I played around with my vocals and and sometimes you know I'll I'll go hard and my voice might get intense. But then I have to go down in my register, you know, <laughs> down in your register and just yeah. like give them the bars like on preach. You know, I intentionally like wrapped it a certain way, you know, so that it's it's bearable. You feel me like, yo, it's a lot that goes involved that it's that and um that's involved sometimes. But those critiques like you got to be able to interpret and evaluate and then what you're going to do with the information can't just be like oh man they hating on me i'm gonna still do me like uh, if i still was doing me nobody probably would be listening to that high squeaky <laughs> chipmunk man, voice you, you've grown you know? so and, and you were always incredible and always dope but like I, i'm a genuine fan and back to what lnf was just saying like you're one of my favorite artists period right and i had to make that a point period Thank and I, I put that on your post like period not female artists not chh artists period uh because of all of these these different things that you're you're enlightening us about and and expounding upon so i'm thinking about just the the growth from that short that short that don't take offense about this but like just the perception of that short chick in that video Uh, with the fitted cap on and in the dark area yeah, background yeah. performing with Sela, right I, that had to be a crazy experience with that happening but like gro- the growth from that Dark and then life. seeing you and preach it was like wow like she has evolved as a person Isn't just all around artists and creators so what what was the heart and notion because you have seven <laughs> threads um uh, i don't know why i don't have there you go blank canvas blank and then canvas. now no, you, you good. have blank canvas. souls acrylic what what is this kind of growth process? What does that say about you as a creator? Is there any particular connection with that and kind of how you've evolved uh, as an artist through those different stages? What's the the, me- the name, the meaning and, and the reason behind Souls Acrylic? Um, Yo, man, Souls Acrylic. So I, I'll start off with like the, the journey. <laughs> I'm trying to do this fast. The first project that I feel like is the mo- the official project that I put out is called The Detachment. And I put it out on Noise Trade. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know about registering songs or anything. I was just like, I'm going to put this project together and I'll just put it out there. How do I put <laughs> it out there? All right, Noise right. Trade. All right, SoundCloud. And I was just learning, you know, um, and I and I did it. You know, I, I invested money and time um, into that. And it's the idea of detaching from these habits and these issues and things like that. I would say that's the preliminary mm. piece to sever threads. Right. It was like my first attempt to sever threads. And I went through that project and then I was going through things in my life. Um, Sever Threads was like a time within my marriage where there were some barriers and I was like wait what, what's going on here like I don't understand what's happening um, there there was some some things me and my husband just it, it just weren't like we were bop, bopping heads or whatever and I was the one that was pointing the finger like, yo, you like you, you don't understand me. You, you this, this, and this, and this, and that. And thank God for prayer because, you know, and thank God that like, I love my husband so much that I, I wanted to understand like, is it him or is it me? Thank God for that. Thank God for the perception of like, yo, I need to go pray to find out, am mm-hmm. I the one that is the issue? And that is tough to be like, yo, yeah, I am the issue. I mean, you know, <laughs> he had some issues too, but I wasn't the only issue. But, but yo, through prayer, I began to discover, and through some other things that were happening in my life at the time, I began to discover that I never took the time to mourn my mother. 
And that was a huge issue. And I never faced the the issues of not understanding who I was and what what was I going to do, you know, with the, the issues, the trauma and all of this stuff that happened to me when I was younger. And, you know, the unanswered questions, severed threads was that thing. It was the ripping off these shells and ripping off these habits and really digging into God and, and having a different type of relationship with God and trusting him to, to help me with these emotions I was having that Mm -hmm. I was uncovering that I had no idea was there and finding out that some of these habits and issues were blocking me from having a good relationship with my husband, you know, um, I, I, I was uh, taken advantage of when I was a teen and I never even talked about that. I never even uh, faced that like, yo, like that wasn't my fault. But all them years, I blamed me for it. That's some serious like, bur- that's some serious like, bur- that's heavy burden and weight on you. All of your high school years, you don't tell nobody through some of your adulthood and then you get married and it's like, oh, shoot, I got issues because of what happened to me. And so I had to face those things. So Severed Threads was that I feel Severed Threads for me was one of my favorite projects because of the journey I went through to find me. And so when I got through that, I I did blank canvas because after you sever these threads and you release yourself, you know, from these things and understand I'm still coping. I'm not, I didn't just like, oh yeah, I'm good now. Everything is happy days. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a good old Christian now. Like, nah, like, nah, like I still have times where like, yo, I really do wish that I could call my biological mother. I could like, she could, she could have she could have seen the things that I've done in my life. And some days I'm hurt because of it. So I'm coping. That's something I always got to cope with. I don't have her. And I, I never really had a relationship with her. And I wish I did. It is what it is. But blank canvas was that, that like refreshing, like, yo, this is dope. I feel better. And, and now what do I do with this? It's a blank mm. canvas. Now I get to paint these new portraits or it's it, the blank canvas is also me. And here's what God gets to do with this canvas. And then soul's acrylic becomes this, this soul's painting. Like soul's acrylic is just, uh, <laughs> it's a paint party and my, my tools or my paint or my colors are my experiences. And I'm just, just here this is how I feel about this thing and this is what I went through during this time and these are the different colors and y'all I even created a color palette for the whole um run through of this in different colors I named them Juju Juju is what I call my husband that's this blue color that you see throughout the rollout of this project there's this gold color which is I named Latifa and Latifa is my mom's name my my, uh, adoptive mother so she's that that color that is within this soul's acrylic. And then I have my daughter as a color. My my son is a color. The Esai is a color. Um, Kodak, which represents the, the photography of me, that's a color. So it's all of who I am, my experiences. These are the colors. This is the acrylic paint that I'm using to express myself through this music. So... Oh man, that's so acrylic for you. You know, it's jazz, hip hop, and in uh, this kind of poetic vibe. Jeez. We just went over each of those albums. What about the? What you said the first one was the detachment. Yeah. Can you can you speak a little bit about where you were with that? The your thought process with that album. The detachment was the. I mean, real simple. The detachment from sin. Okay. The detachment okay. from sin overall, just my detachment from. And then on there, there was like some some things peppered throughout where I was I was trying to put it was it was like a process like I knew there was something I knew there was a barrier but I didn't really understand and I felt yo this is what's crazy overall Mm. the barrier was sin you know in my life like yo and then you know you're you're this new creature this Christian and sometimes we forget that yeah, we're this new creature, but we still got these like mm-hmm. issues that we still need to detach from this carnality. You feel me? And so the detachment, that's kind of what I was talking about. Like from one song to the next, it's all about, yo, you, you're, yeah, you're a Christian, but 
you still you still got these issues that you need to make sure you um, do your due diligence to you know read your word and to you know mm. give give yourself to God, pray, push, persevere um, through those things. Like we're not perfect, but we're striving towards it. You know, man. So that was that I'm saved. That that was basically your I'm saved. I'm a rap for the Lord project. And then yeah, you figured right. out there's a lot deeper than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat. Yep. Yep. Man. Uh, I love you. Got, you know, how I get, I, yep. I'll keep it. Oh, so she's wow. That, that was just so incredibly powerful. Just how the naming of the colors and the path and just how it associates with your life, man, what, what are you looking forward to most? And I guess what, what would be your favorite? I know it's hard to narrow it down. Cause you said you had like 20 and then finally you just like, well, okay, it's going to be 16 and that's it. Y'all going to get what y'all get. I'm being genuine to who I am. What is your favorite? And I guess, um, uh, how would, I, how would I say this? Uh, I, I guess the most prominent track to you, I guess the, the process in writing that, uh, the most ex, uh, expression that was kind of outletted through the track on this particular project. Dang, man. That's that's going to be a really, really <laughs> tough one. Um, I like certain tracks for certain reasons. Mm. And so... Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to speak on three. And the first one I'm going to speak on is the song choices. The song choices. I, and it's not even really about like what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's good. It's, 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 you know, content is really important. Um, I think it's, I think it's the, I think it's what the song means beyond just what I'm saying choices was something is something that my mom is always saying my my mom Latifa mm-hmm. um the one the woman who chose me you know uh, me my sister and my brother so she's she's always saying choices that's what we have choices you know it, it's up to you you make choices that's that's what it is it's like her thing she always says wow. and like you know i'll come to her you know and i'm taught she'd be dropping knowledge all the time and <laughs> i'll be like man mom like you know i'll tell her about something that happened in my day and i'll be like well you know what because i feel like i i should just do x y and z and she'd be like choices <laughs> up to you <laughs> choices i'll be like yeah and then she'll follow up with me and she'll say you should write a song about that. And I'm like, okay, wow. I know, I know, mom, I know, I know, I should write a song about that. Okay, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and and she she always would say, did you write a song about that yet? I'd be like, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. And so you know, I really sat one day and I said, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna write this song and 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 I'm just gonna name it. I'm gonna name it Choices, and it's just gonna be on this project. So so your ghostwriter is not Bernie Sanders like Selah <laughs> is accusing you of. Wow. It's actually Latifa. Yeah, right. Okay. So Latifah. so yeah, yo, um <laughs> the song is a beautiful yeah, such a beautiful such a beautiful song in that most of what I'm saying are things that she said to me that I feel is just so much knowledge, especially the second verse. But what's the dopest thing about the song? Is that I have her on there at oh, the end, that's and she's telling she's telling a story like as she does. She tells me a lot of different stories just out of nowhere. She'll be like, you know what? One day, blah 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 blah. Or when I was coming up, and it's just like when when you when you hear her talking about her story, you 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 start to like understand her. My mom is such a beautiful woman like she has so much wisdom so I say that this song means a lot to me because she's told me constantly you should write a song about choices I did it and she's on there with me so forever Hmm. forever I'll have this memory I'll have this peace capsuled so you know beyond the day that she goes on to be with God this this peace will always be there and will will exist in in this art form together forever 
And so that's why, like, that one sticks out to me the most, you know? I can't wait for people to hear that track. I love it. Is it one of the singles? One of the five? Um, no. no. You got to get the album, folks. You got to get the album, album for that. Okay. Album <laughs> All right. What's that. the second one? The second one, um, I'd say is a song that it was a little bit tougher for me to write and it was painful for me to write because I'm talking about my brother. So me, my sister, and my brother, we were placed in a foster care due to a circumstance of my my mom. She was an addict. She was a crack, um, a crack addict, unfortunately. And me, my sister, and my brother were left with, it says, with a, an acquaintance. Yep. Um, and... The story is told that we were found um, by ourselves. So the acquaintance must have left us by ourselves. Mind you, I was 14 months old. My brother must have been six. My sister was probably like four. Um, And so my brother has experienced things that I didn't experience. I was too young. My sister experienced some things that I didn't experience. Um, he was trying to hold it down, probably. Can you imagine a six-year-old trying to take care of a 14-month-old and a four-year-old trying to figure out stuff? And so um, we were placed in a foster care. When they found my mother, she was in a holding center. She was out looking. She admitted she was trying to find some, you know, another fix. And so anyway, just growing up, um, watching my brother... He was like a dope dude, you know, and he had, you know, the fly waves. He always had a dope style. He could rap. I would steal his notebooks and I would try to rap his bars. And um, he was he's an artist and he would draw really well. He was amazing, amazing, almost like a genius artist. I don't know what it was, but as time went on, my brother started to just like decline I don't know if it's mental health situation or what. I don't even know if it's substance abuse. We're still trying to figure it out. But unfortunately, my brother chooses to, you know, live a certain Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Okay, and it hurts me because I see him in a way and it's like, I know your potential, bro. I know your potential and I want you to reach it. Stop whatever you're doing and like 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 be okay and i think that we all have that one family member who were like yo can you please (laughs) get it together yes please and we're like yo like for me i I got everything you need bro you can live with me he has lived with me a couple times like yo stay with me yo let me do let me help you but for whatever reason he chooses to live the way he lives and then that leaves me or that leaves us as family members in this space of like, we don't know what to do, but pray like we pray and we don't see any changes. And we're like, God, uh, did you, did you get that, that, uh, that prayer? Did you, did you hear that one? And it's just this constant fight within myself. So I had to write a song about it to try to get it out. And so it took, it was difficult to write that song. I, I cried in the studio. Um, my engineer tell you it was it was tough. I had to keep telling him like, "Yo, hold on, let me let me try to get through this joint." And um, it was very difficult because I, I was dealing with certain issues during that time when it came to that. So that's one that stands out. And um, yeah, man, that's 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 a that's a joint. That's a joint. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably gonna be one of my favorites. I've been uh, grab my hand. I was talking uh, about that specifically. Um, so I just re- uh, recently reconnected. Not to go on a tangent, but I just recently reconnected with a culture and a body of people that I identify with. That's a very unique subculture, and that is uh, CODA. So I'm the child of a deaf adult. My mom is deaf. So uh, American Sign Language is actually my first language. It's skills. So uh-huh. um, that's a that's a whole different world. Like it's a whole different world. And um, speaking to kind of like th- that spoke to me so much. Just sharing on your brother because I was that brother, and I'm now I'm imagining your viewpoint as my youngest sister. So I'm, I'm seven years older than my my youngest sister, and I could just imagine her imagine her watch me live out this trauma. 
and this overexposure to having to mature so quickly and at such a young age like you, you touched on so many different things like processing our traumas is is so real and difficult to deal with like getting exposed to pornography and and being over over sexualized at a very young age uh being you know having being forced to be my mom's advocate at a very young age like i had to translate for her i went to public assistance appointments so if i didn't do that we wouldn't have food stamps and wouldn't have food right so um i'm just imagining it and now my sister is getting a taste of it for the first time because my mom lives with her now for maybe like the past four or five years and she never understood it mind you she She's, she's got her own family. She's got her own kids. And then she has this full grown adult that's supposed to be our mother that I raised. I raised my mom. So now she's kind of getting this experience like, wow, I feel like I'm the parent and she's the child. I'm like, now you know exactly wow. what I went through. So that, that that spoke to me. So and I just recently connected with a, a body of other coders through Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, it's such an incredible platform. Um, and we've been talking a lot about childhood traumas and experiences, stuff like that. So I'm so glad you shared that. Um, thank you. That spoke to me. Uh, now, third, what's number three? So number three, it's for for me, would be... Now I'm now I'm warring with it, <laughs> right? Now I'm like kind of teetering with. To I'll say in this space right now, the third one that's popping up in my head is the first track, um, which is called Acrylic. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm saying I like and and mind you, none of the songs that I'm mentioning are are necessarily bar heavy. They're they're really like poetic, jazzy kind of you know oh, situation. Um, but the first one kind of gives you a little of three styles and, and just understand like this, like I said, it's a paint party and, uh, and my, my colors are poetry, jazz and hip hop. And so that first song kind of sets the stage, um, where hits you right in the face with some poetry, Mm. you know? And then after that, I give you a little jazzy something. And then I give you some bars that speak to where I come from a little bit. And then I go back to this jazzy style and, um, the song really like lays a great foundation and, and is a great canvas, if if you will, uh, great material for the canvas for me to be able to paint in that way. And so I, I'd say, I'd say I like that track because it showcases those three things that I love, you know, those three colors, if you will, or paint styles that, that I love. So that's what I would say. That would be number three. Man, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Love it. Um, you know, I want to, I want to switch uh, gears a little bit and talk about get focused. Uh, I'm curious cause we are talking about trauma and, and um, you know, how some of this stuff kind of forms people. Um, where are you at now with get focused as far as focusing on the kids and uh, and helping them, you know, to, to grow and be, you know, productive within life? So, yeah, yeah. Get focused productions is a creative media arts company. And it's three things. Capture, teach, give back. Capture, we're capturing stories through photography and film. So I work with a lot of different Um, individuals, companies, and, you know, trying to come up with a creative way for them to engage with their audiences and really pulling on the emotions um, through visuals to um, build their awareness or what have you. So that's capture. And then teach is my favorite part is teaching the next generation or adults. Like I I work and consult with different companies on like, this is how to utilize this camera that you spend so much money on. Um, This is how to, um, create programming for your young people so that it lines up to what they need, but also fits with your strategic strategic goals, but can speak to those funders that you need, you know, so kind of consulting with them to kind of develop programs that um, meet those, uh, meet that criteria. And then working with youth is what I love is just, you know, I was that young person you know, um, so I'm teaching them and then the give back is every contract that I earn, a portion of the proceeds goes to youth um, that are artists within my city. So to s- step into the space of your question, um, as far as young people, so that's the teach portion, but also the give back portion. It's been great. At the same time, it's been a little difficult because of my schedule. It's like, dad, like, 
um, I want to give even more of my time. But, um, you know, when I'm I'm contracted pretty often to do programming within schools, a lot of virtual stuff. I've been doing a lot of like poetry programs. As a matter of fact, I'm doing one with the group now where I'm teaching them photography, how to use utilize their iPhones or their phones, smartphones to take pictures, but also create poetry based mm. off of those pictures. And then we're going to oh, create a book so- and then give those books away to um, other young people who are having issues with like, you know, mental health issues or what have you. So there it's young people who have gone through issues that are creating art and giving it to young people who are going through issues. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah. To like, wow! I can't you're wait creating, to jump into that. You're creating but, peer specialists. That's basically what you're saying. In, in the mental health yes, field, that's what they consider peer yes. specialists. They they're going through this, and they are the best equipped and most yes. credible to speak yes. to those issues in their peers. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. And and they're 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 really enjoying the process. I was just on a um a Zoom meeting the other day with my students, and and they're excited to like take this next level, go to the next level with it. Um, when they heard that they were going to be making a book, they got even more excited. And I do books a lot with youth. I think it's very important to create a product, uh-huh. um, a product that students can walk away with yeah. and still have this piece. Because there's a lot of programs that's out there, and it's like. You go through this program and it's like, it's over when it's over. But I wanted to create a program so that when you go through it, you walk away with something that you can always go back to. Like my, my students that I work with, um, uh, right down the street, it's a school called Highgate Heights. We did a couple of projects down there and I would go there like every year. So the kids are growing up with me. It's so dope. The kids are growing up with me and they're like, I still have my book from third grade. And they're like in sixth grade now. Um, so it, it's it's very important to, you know, create a product. Um, but yeah, the programs with students, they're going really well. I've developed this kind of new thing where it's called Young Creatives. And I'm teaching young people how to respond to art with art. So more recently, uh, we did a project Um, called Black Is. I don't know if y'all saw the video or not, Um, but I took a group, I took a small group of young people and um, we had a couple Zoom meetings and I showed them a mural, local mural from, um, I don't like calling him a local artist because he's far beyond just local. His name is Idris Wajid and he did a mural uh, speaking about, it said, love black boys even when they come, even when they become men, love black girls, even when they become women. And it's a beautiful mural, right? Uh, uh, and it's a, a black boy and a black girl, their faces and they're facing each other. And so I presented that picture to the students and I told them, how do you feel about the statement? And we had a discussion and then they created a poem based off of that art. So then they created a poem and then we took that poem and then we went out and we filmed them in front of the mural. Um, I got a stylist to style them up to look like kind of like Black Pantherish. And um, they said their poems and they we created like this cool like visual that went with um, their poem. And it, it was two 13 year olds and a 12 year old and the photos that you see throughout that visual piece um the 12 year old took so just trying to like cultivate this this idea within young people like you're artist right now and let me give you my resources and tools so you can express that art right now you don't mm-hmm. have to wait until you my age let's do it right now because i have the resources and tools for you and the platform for you too and so like that's that's kind of you know the the mindset behind that and i'm trying to do more with that which is why i created the patreon page for those who like my music hey you know you can pay per month and you know get different exclusive materials or you know percentage off of merch and stuff but just understand when you're paying per month you're helping me yes do more programming uh-huh. like that like that's what the, that's what the platform was for so yeah man that's that's what i love dude i love this it. is great this is great we love we love what you're doing with the kids um with the music as well uh unfortunately we do have to start wrapping up so ai can you can you let us know uh where we can find 
your your music when we can follow you on social media uh all that good stuff so yeah um social media i always look at it as like <laughs> these different houses right so ig okay. is my main house so you go to ig and um it's ai the anomaly you know uh a-n-o-m-a-l-y and uh you can go there and links in the bio connects you to wherever else you want to go on uh, Twitter, f- Facebook, YouTube. These are my mm. other getaway spaces. Um, and, you know, you can connect to me on those places and platforms. If you want to support me on another level, like I said, Patreon is the space. Support me as I support these young people, because that's that's what this honestly, if we want to be real with you. That's really what it's about. Every, everything I do, that's what I'm trying to do with my life right there. I'm trying to help these young people. So I go hard um, in hopes that people will support to help me continue that going. Um, I think, you know, for the most part, that's where you can find me. Got the new project coming out. As you know, Souls Acrylic, definitely check that out. Shout out to GOM, especially Bizzle for um, seeing me as an artist and not taking me under the movement and saying, we want you to do this now. He respected who I am as an artist and he's supporting me as I am. And I think that's something to, to definitely be able to shout out. And then my bro will support me um, all the way, not only with GOM, but right here in my city, Buffalo, New York. Shout out to my church, Christ Crusaders Assembly. Shout out to Rebel Against the World. Um, and shout out to Lindy Dow. Yep. <laughs> Praise. Definitely, man. And my hubby. Praise God. Yes, definitely your hubby. And my kids. <laughs> and oh man, I wish we had I wish we had more time. We we're gonna have to bring you back to talk more about all these other dynamics and aspects, just kind of like the difference and the growth of now operating within the label, because there's a lot of business knowledge and wisdom. I, I'm more than yes. sure you can pour out to others um, and kind of delve yeah. into these different spaces and how to manage relationships right. and stuff like that. And right. and how your children are now Oh my gosh, they're like spawns of you and Josh, like literally. And seeing them now expressing themselves and developing their language and yeah. the things you're doing with them, that's so amazing. And I know we got to cut it off now, but I would love to get uh, more into that and how you're reproducing that in your children. Um, as far as the philan- the the, I love the way you spit that. Like he was my like, business is "Oh, when you said that, I was like, I yo, that." I that that speaks to me so much, and you know we've been chopping it up Yo. for years about that, like how to develop that. So I would love to pick your brain um, on the offline uh, aspect of how to grow and develop that, because God is kind of doing that with my business now, um, where I'm doing more consulting and and so on and so forth. I'm trying to get away from the direct servicing and creation process to now build systems so that I can influence young people. Because I work with high risk youth, because I was one. Mm. I was one. exactly. So, anyway. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. Love you, sis. Be blessed. Thank you so much for this time. And this is the Missing Link Podcast with AI the Anomaly. Peace. Peace. I like to paint. My business is philanthropic. That's a fact. Yeah. I capture truth with my optics. In other markets, invested in younger pockets, cause next gen they be watching. Yeah. I exhibit prints of the living. Yeah. With encryptions, ignite a difference. Yeah. I spit vicious with pure intentions. My flim fluent combined tools. I'm instrumentous. Load the ink in a pen, blueprint the cataclysm. Grab the film in a lens, photographic lyrics, framing a composition. Lame is a competition, but I'm indifferent. My mission ain't to be top position. My ambition is rooted deep in the holy scriptures. My intent is to point them all to the crucifixion, exposing lies and shine a light on the contradictions. He gave me light, and with this life, I choose to live it true. This is facts of a fool. Hard times, dark nights, nothing new to me. It's grind time, pick a side, no influence. Mindset, stand firm to what's true to me. That's a fact. We don't compromise by copying lies. We epitomize the battle cries. We don't compromise by copying lies. We epitomize the battle cries. They catnapping off in the distance. Should I switch up on my conditions? Just to get up my social digits? Algorithms that keep their interest Ignoring all my convictions Cause I could do it I could prove on my influence I could choose
amusement. <laughs> It'll probably be real lucrative. Posting pics and risky fits. Henny sipping, pole flipping with 50s dripping, floating off on the roof end. Do it there, who would care? Man, look at that. Throw it back, let it bounce, go make a stack. Go against it, they offended, they gonna attack. She slut shaming, opinionated, religious rap. If it ain't Nikki or Mega Cardi, where do I fit? We all got our own lanes. What you represent? True. This is facts or a fool. Hard times, dark nights, nothing new to me. It's grind time, pick a side, no influencing. Mindset, stand firm to what's true to me. That's a fact. We don't compromise by copying lies. We epitomize the battle cry. We don't compromise. 